You know, there's something about the intro music. When it comes on, you feel like you got to start this show with this energy, this power, this force. And ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday, bitches. <laughs> Welcome to the program. Rocky Stucci here. Situation Room, broadcasting from an undisclosed location, Mojo50 Radio. Visit the site, Mojo50.com. And of course, visit our site, streaming talkradio.com now here we are folks it is well see i get screwed up it's like when you work midnight shifts so technically in my time zone it's like 11 little after 11 o'clock p.m thursday night and for some of you it is right at the break of day friday morning and for those of you in australia it's next week sometime but we, we do want to welcome you to the program this friday edition of the Situation Room, and I, I, I said yesterday on the program, I just want to try to stay away from politics as much as possible. Um, I want to go down a couple different avenues today and uh, explore uh, a post that I saw uh, a few days ago. I want to talk about that, uh, but there's another thing I saw today that I want to address. But before we do that, everybody knows my brother at arms, somebody I love. Uh, I, I respect him as family, somebody I stand shoulder to shoulder with, and if you mess with him, I take it personal. And then you mess with me, and I'll slap you right in the face. You know what I'm saying? But welcome to the program, my brother, Jeff Doherty. How you doing, man? Nice to be here, Rocky. You know, I feel the same way. It's always an honor and a privilege to be with you. Dude, would you slap somebody in the face for me? Absolutely, brother. I'd help you hide a body. Hell yeah, you would, bro. All right. I don't know what happened this week, but I got in Scotty's head, which isn't hard to do. Um, <laughs> but, you know, how Scotty's he's a language dude, right? He likes proper yes. language. And I kept saying, bro on a show and now it's like i can't it's like i'm fighting not to say what's up bro you know what i mean it gets to you sometimes especially when you can see him wince a little bit every time you say it oh dude when i see roberts wince it's game on bro oh it, it is there it Absolutely. Is. i said it again i said it again never let him see you sweat never let him see dude that's like rule number two and a half it know? is never let them see you sweat hey combat flip flop Combat flip-flops, folks. Combatflipflops.com. Uh, a group of veterans, they go out, uh, wartime veterans, uh, they go to these countries where women and children are oppressed. They raise money. They help educate these children. They help educate these mothers by giving them a real education and not just a Quran education. Uh, proud sponsor of the Rocky Stucci Situation Room, as well as Mojo 5 Radio. Go to combatflipflops.com. Com. Use code word SITUATION25 for 25% off your order. CombatFlipFlops.com. That's pretty cool stuff, Jeff. Yeah, I wrote that down. I'm going to take a look. You know, it's this is, I, I kind of brought this up really quick yesterday on the show before we get into it here. You know, it's encouraging to me. I got friends right now down on the border uh, doing drone stuff. I got friends that are in this holistic healing that are, that are creating major, huge impacts um within the communities it humbles me because we get caught up in the matrix of life jeff you know what i'm talking about and we do. and and it eats us and it drains us and it, it just sucks our soul from us and you know when we see good people doing good things it's it's like an iv bringing some kind of penicillin back into our bodies and giving us fresh breath of air to breathe to say you know what humanitarianism isn't all that bad because it's still happening. We're just not focused on it because media is making us look one direction when we should be looking the other direction. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, I get a lot of stuff that says I'm not a nice guy and questions my heritage and things like that. But, 
usually once or twice every couple of days, I'll get something that literally almost brings me to tears. I got yeah, something man. the other day. A lady has actually been uh, her throat cancer miraculously disappeared. Of course, she gives me all the credit. I didn't have anything to do with it. It's just her, you know, manifesting her reality. But when you see that stuff and know that you're making a little bit of difference in somebody's life, it just changes everything and lets you get roll your sleeves up and get back at it. That's right, brother. That's right. And then that's, that's the drives that we need. It's tough. Now, Jeff, you do multiple podcasts a day. There's days where sometimes I'll wake up and you're doing something at three in the freaking morning. Um, you need a drive and a passion and a love for what you do in order to have the energy to do those things. And, and, you know, we learn in this industry, it's no longer about us. It's a, it's about the people that view. It's about the people that listen. It's about the information we distribute. And we try to bring these conversations to light whether we agree with, there's a lot of things we talk about, Jeff, that I don't agree with, but if I don't talk about it personally, then I'm not doing any justice within the conversation of trying to help people and myself understand the real worlds that we're living in. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. hundred percent. All right. So let me bring this up. Um, this is paranormal related. I saw a video today and I got super, super pissed off and I, it takes a lot to trigger me. It really does. It takes a lot. I mean, you really got to work really hard to trigger me because really people's opinions of me don't mean nothing. It means nothing to me. That makes me want to find something to trigger you, Rocky. I don't know what it is, but it just makes me want to search for that thing and see if I can push that button. Dude, I thought you were my boy. <laughs> just once. I just want to see it once. So um, Beth, Beth Chapman, you know, dog, the bounty hunter. Yes. Um, Beth Chapman just recently, probably within the last 30 hours, she passed away. I was going to have, Beth, yeah, Beth was going to come on my show uh, right before she was diagnosed with cancer. And um, then she, she, she got cancer and F cancer, by the way. Yeah. And um, it, it's, it's, I've, I've followed that show for a very long time. It's, it's, I kind of wanted to be a bounty hunter. I just, I thought I could mess up some people's faces. You know, I thought I'd be really You'd good. You'd be at a that. good bounty hunter. I think You'd I be would. Excellent bounty hunter. Um, so, you know, I kind of stayed in contact with the family after that. Um, we weren't close. It's not like we're friends or anything like that. We're just, uh, you know, I'm a radio guy. They're TV personalities. This is the kind of community that we have. You know, we stay in contact with a lot of people like this because we have things we can promote for them, and then they can also promote stuff for our show. Absolutely. Um, So she's dead 30 hours. Ugh. And so right away, I wake up in the morning today, and I see this video on my, on my uh, timeline on Facebook about this paranormal cockroach who claims to have done a spirit box session and claims that Beth Chapman just mysteriously came through and thought, Hey, I'm going to go talk to this freaking guy because I got a message for the world. Um, Jeff, I was so outraged. Now there's another guy that does it. His name is Steve Huff. Every time a celebrity dies, he always goes and hurries up and does these spirit box sessions and then claims he talked to the person, the celebrity that just died because he's manipulating uh, the emotions of the people that follow their videos. Uh, and then when you incorporate these celebrity names into these videos, it's almost guaranteed to get a click because I clicked that video today. Um, and there was nothing substantial in that video. But because he used Beth Chapman's name, there's people, I was reading the comments, people were believing that they heard Beth come through to this guy. And I just, I commented on the video and I usually don't, but this is the problem within the communities. A lot of the communities that, that we're involved in, Jeff, or or we're interested in, or that we follow, 
is that when you got these little baby thugs that want to come and act like they're talking to a ghost of a dead, yeah, you know what? She just died, you freaking clown. I think the last person she's going to want to talk to is some paranormal schmuck who's sitting in his mother's freaking basement with the spirit box pretending he's talking to Beth Chapman. And then Steve Huff does the same thing. B.B. King died. Hell, I talked to B.B. King. Um, uh, who 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 is the Robin Williams died? Oh, guess who came to my house last night? Robin Williams. Uh, you know, it's pathetic in the community. And, and Jeff, we talk about the paranormal stuff all the time. We have a show that's going to be launching on Odyssey Radio a week from this Sunday. And a lot of what we're going to talk about is going to be in that realm of expertise, that realm of conversation. And when we sit here, Jeff, and we try to bring this kind of common sense to the table, we try to have these discussions, it's these freaking clowns out there that do this stupid crap that deter the, the, the skeptical people away from the conversations of the real work that's being done in this field because we have all these clowns out there that, that are trying to turn this into a hurry up and give me click, uh, hurry up and give me views, make me a, a paranormal freaking celebrity uh, by inserting the, the names of dead celebrities. What is your take on this when we have these little clowns going around acting like they're talking to dead celebrities? Well, it's reprehensible on so many levels. It's absolutely disgusting. It really is. And that's one of the reasons why, Rocky, that I, a while back, decided that I was going to retire from the paranormal. I did, since changed my mind. But I saw that the paranormal was not really about trying to learn anymore for the most part. It wasn't about trying to discover. It was about trying to get an EVP, yep. trying to get some video so you can get on TV and make some money. And then this, these, the, the perfect word for them is cockroaches because yep. when you shine the light on them, they scatter away. But to come on and, and I mean, you know, I used to do comedy and you joke all oh, too soon, but sometimes it just is too soon. And people are easier to communicate with probably as, as when they as soon as they die because the veil is thin they're still close but you got to have a modicum of respect and i'm with you rocky the last person that bb king wants to talk to if he just died the last person that beth chapman wants to talk to if he just died is steve huff and steve huff is either too stupid or too financially he's too stupid to know that there's spirits that are tricking him or he's too money hungry to care you know if let's say all right all right, so let's say we were at a celebrity status, and let's say I I, 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 I I hate even talking about this. Let's say somebody we loved close to us died, and we wake up one day, and we go on the internet, and we see that this little baby thug, punk ass, was doing these videos, right? I had to throw that little look in there. You know what I'm saying? You did. Um, and then all of a sudden, let's just say it was our wife or one of our children, and, and we see somebody who claims to be talking with somebody we love who just died. I'm sorry, dude. I'm just being honest with you right now. I guarantee you I would be in my vehicle with the baseball bat, and no matter how far the drive, I would be going and looking for this clown that using the death of a family member of somebody that I loved as entertainment, um, I would turn them into entertainment. And, you know, probably within a couple of days of my visit, there'll probably, probably be people trying to get EVPs of this person that did this video. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. I would either be riding with you or driving you if it was my people. Hell yeah, you would. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you something. <laughs> so you stopped with the paranormal for a while. Yeah. What was it? Is it, can we, is it something we can talk about publicly or is it something private or? 
Well, it was two things. It was what I just said. I saw that it was all about entertainment mm -hmm. and it was all about sensationalism and it wasn't really trying to do any uh, instruction or anything that's going to better humanity. And secondly, it's because I was involved in a relationship and the husband or not the husband, but the father of the girl of the lady I was in the relationship with was like, hey, dude, this is kind of weird. I don't know anything about it. I don't want you bringing spirits back around my little girl. And oh, I had to respect that because yep. it was new and he didn't know me. I didn't know him. And in my mind, I, I was saying, well, you know, once he gets to know me, we'll figure it out. But those were the reasons. So out of respect for for Joe and because I was just sick and tired of how much sensationalism it was. Yep. Have you ever had a bad experience in the paranormal? I had one bad experience, but it was my own stupid fault. And I was, I went to, uh, I went, it was, I was still pastoring. It's like three in the morning. I get called. You got to come help this lady deliver the spirit from her. I show up at her place. It was one of these things that warehouses had been converted into uh, townhomes, you know, condos. Yep, yep. And it had a central boiler and it would come up from the basement. She's on the third floor and the heat came up and it had these grades. It was pretty cool looking, but this lady was so possessed if you want to say it by this spirit that she would lay on these grates until it would actually begin to cook her skin so they're like brother oh. jeff come deliver this lady so i walked in it's three in the morning i didn't want to be there and i start in and it took about 45 minutes and she uh, you could see the spirit come out and then she sits up rocking and says oh, where's my friend wait, and he was wait, right back so Boom. you wait so you saw the spirit come out explain that it's hard to explain it unless you've seen it. It's like trying to explain what chocolate tastes like. Sure. But you can just see it when this person is all messed up and all demonized or, you know, unbalanced spirit is on. You can see the look in their eyes. You can yeah. see the contortions of their face. Mm -hmm. And then when everything just clears, you know that the spirit is gone. And she sits up and says, oh, where's my friend? And it came right back. And I made the rookie mistake of here's rule number one. And in, in, for me in spiritual work is. If you're going to get rid of a demon, make sure the person wants it gone. So now in regards to, so in this field, we have a lot of self-proclaimed demonologists, self-proclaimed exorcists. These people go read a book or two, or they watch a couple videos. And then all of a sudden they go by this like priest gown and, and, and then they walk around with a big cross on their chest as if they're some spiritual warrior. Um, have you heard or have you seen situations within this community to where people have actually made situations worse by claiming to be something they're not going into situations that they have no control of thinking that they have the power to rid certain situations and walked away then and actually intensified situations. Wait, 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 before, before Jeff answers that, I just want to say that the person sitting next to me who was hit by the baseball bat. What did you say the person's name was that attacked you? Is it a, 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 a J name? A J, no. Uh, how about an L? No, no, not an L. Uh, um, a B name? No. Uh, N? No. R? R? It's an R name? Oh, hey, it's an R name. Look it. Who's here? Mr. I'm always late. Dude, <laughs> you, you know, I, I, I don't know if you know this. I've been, I've been sitting here for about 15 minutes, and I didn't want to insert anything into the conversation because I thought, that's not appropriate there to break. Oh, it's not appropriate to break there. It's not appropriate to break there. I didn't hear the doorbell, so, bro. I didn't hear it either. That's interesting. I, I thought you could see me. I can see all three of us up at the top. So, yeah. Did you ask me a question? I forgot. He, he did. He did. And I don't remember what the question was. I just wanted to insert something to let you know I was over here. So. Well, welcome to the show. 
Mr. Well, thanks. I was late. I'm late all the time. I was, I was late today. No, and no, I, no, that's I, good. I will say in my own defense that it was my <laughs> fault. Well, I was there hoping, uh, we were hoping that you were actually fixing the lawnmower for your wife. Uh, no, no, it's too late at night to do that. <laughs> um, it's raining. And, uh, uh, but, but, uh, she did a pretty good job all by herself. Well, you know, Scotty, <laughs> you can actually add into this, um, what I was just asking Jeff, because we're, I, I was telling Jeff and, and I'll just give you the 20 second rundown. I saw a video today. Another cockroach in the paranormal community was acting like he oh, was yeah, talking yeah, to yeah. Beth Chapman. Um, you know, yeah, I heard all of that. I was hey, here. Yeah. Okay. So, so the question is, is, you know, this is what we're up against in, and in, in the paranormal realm, is is when somebody goes and they're a self-proclaimed exorcist because they read a book or they watch a couple of videos, um, they go into these situations that they have no idea what they're doing. They have no idea what they're up against. They claim to be able to help the situation, to find out that the situation is not what they expected it to be. Have you, Jeff and Scotty, your experiences in the past in regards to people making the situation worse because of their self-proclaimed arrogant foolishness cockroach behavior just wanted to ask it like my that. first one and this is like the most minor one this guy came up to me i was preaching somewhere and he says my wife is acting out of order she's doing this she's doing that i said well brother you just got to put the word on her just give her the word put the word on her they come back to church the next night i swear to swear to all that is holy this woman's got like two black eyes and bruises on her face i'm like what happened he goes i put the word on her like you said the dumbass actually oh, beat her geez. up with his bible but there are people, Rocky, what? that think they're they're exorcists and people have literally died under these so-called exorcisms. Children have died. Yeah. Women have died. Men have been drowned. These idiots that don't know what they're doing. They like you said, they they went in the back of the National Enquirer and they got an exorcist certificate and they got a, a gown and a big old cross and they actually kill people. But I'm sure that there are multitudes of people that have their psychoses intensified and their mental stability uh, degraded by the work of these so-called idiot amateur slash dumbass. Hell yeah, exorcists. dumbass. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to tell you this uh, a very brief story. Now, I'm not going to say that this is my ex-wife or anything, but it's somebody like that. So it was his uh, ex-wife. Just saying. Somebody was like my ex-wife. <laughs> uh, took their, uh, their eight or nine-year-old son and set him on the floor and sat on top of him, tapping on his chest, trying to pray the demons out of him because he wouldn't what? put his coat on. Uh, so there are people that do that. And, I, and this, this same person, I'm not saying it's my ex-wife, uh, but I am saying that there are people out there like that that do this kind of thing, uh, start talking in tongues over him oh. and uh, believe they're talking in tongues over him and uh, uh, over their son, uh, their young son. And uh, um, this is something that I found uh, uh, written in a, I'm not saying uh, who's, who it belonged to, but uh, a notebook written by a kid's hand. And uh, when questioning this kid, this is what this person did. The speaking of, Jeff, you're familiar with what that's all about in Rocky. I know you know what it is, um, Jeff, because you were Pentecostal. You probably saw more of this stuff up close. But uh, uh, people speaking in tongues, using that. Uh, uh, trying to pray the devil out of somebody, things like that. Not an exorcism. I'm not talking an exorcism. I'm talking people who are not necessarily fakes because they don't disbelieve in what they're doing. They believe they're doing the right thing, but they're doing it the wrong way. I'm going to sit on top of my child 
and pray the demon out of him because he disobeyed what I told him to do. Going to talk tongues in his face, things like that. I have seen people do this, and uh, uh, there's not much you can do about it uh, until after the fact, which is too bad unless you catch them in the act. Yeah. And uh, so there are people that abuse it just because they believe that they are doing the right thing for now. And I know, Rocky, you're talking about something a little bit different than that. Uh, which is somebody who's out there as a as somebody who's actually a faker, uh, trying to uh, fake the crowds, make money off the crowds, get notoriety off the crowds. This was done in private, so there are things like this that happen on both sides of that coin. Yeah, but ignorance of the law is no excuse. Right. People, oh, I agree, should be held accountable and slapped appropriately. Well, you know, I, there's something that we I always, agree. you know, have to. And, and you know what? I know Jeff, you're there. Scotty, you're there. You know, when we get these people that call us up, now we're not psychiatrists, we're not psychologists, we're not, you know, uh, but, but we have a lot of common sense. And so when these people call us up, just who think their house is haunted, the first thing you have to question is does this person, uh, you know, are they at a sane enough level to think uh, logically enough right. that that squirrel in their roof is not a demon? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Such a great point, Rocky. Well, and I think that's important. So when we reference exorcisms, and, you know, I've read stories, too, where, where a mother rammed a, 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 a cross down a daughter's throat and killed her. Um, you know, there is psychological conditions that do exist. And, you know, before we sit here and we're going to go after somebody and say, you're possessed by the devil, uh, you know, maybe they should probably go see a specialist to make sure that it's not a psychological thing or a mental yeah. illness before it's a demonic thing. Right. But I believe. Yeah, but Rocky, the problem is you can get somewhere between a hundred and five hundred dollars for clearing a house. And if oh, it's just, yeah. if it's just mm. a squirrel, so much the better. That's the mindset of these people, which is sad. So I'll tell you a quick story. When I was, um, and the Lord Jeff, works in mysterious ways. Yep, Jeff. I've had people fly me across the country to clear their house. When when I was doing, and and during the next segment, it was we'll bring up that Facebook post because we got a couple minutes left here. But I was doing, and and you guys are both, Scotty. Obviously, you were there, the Fernhill House. I remember yep. when I first started investigating it. Um, I started doing a clearing. Now we had these REM pods, and what a REM pod is, folks, is that it's just basically a box with an antenna. And if there's any type of fluctuation within the static electricity within the air, uh, the REM pods will alarm. That's just one of our indicators that something atmospherically is changing, not necessarily paranormal. So we had these REM pods on every floor, from the basement to the mid level to the very upstairs of the house. I started the uh, clearing in the basement. And gentlemen, no bullshit here. When I started doing the clearing, um, I started doing the drums. I had the rattles, the the um, the turtle oh, shell nice. with the rattles. Uh, I had music going, uh, the, the monk music. And all of a sudden, I, no lie, my buddy Emilio was there, and we were all freaking tripping out. Every REM pod in the house at the exact same time started going off. Wow. So I that's an it. indication of a potential true paranormal uh, event. I truly believe that because what yeah. could change atmospherically now a REM pod, if something changed in a room, the REM pod might go off. But in order for every single REM pod to go off right when I started doing this clearing, that means something exploded in the atmosphere yep. that changed the entire yep. dynamic of the home. Something energetically it happened. It kind of freaked me out. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm just, I imagine. I'm not going to freaking lie. It kind of freaked me out. Uh, and we did it. I went in the circles and I went upstairs all the way to the top and it didn't help it, You know, the, whatever there, whatever is there was so powerful. 
It owned that location. Now, Rocky, you just hit on a key. It owned that location. Yep. It had the right to be there and you didn't have the right to make it leave. You, I mean, you could with lots and lots of work and lots yep. and lots of intention and probably some help, but if they have a legal right to be there, it's, it's like it's these work. people, it's the same thing I see when, uh, and I know you both have experienced Wait, 30 seconds. all these groups, 30 seconds, these, all these people who want to tell somebody that it's time to go to the light. You know what? It's not their job. To be able to tell that person to do that. But, you know, I actually want to cover. I want to, I want to mention something in regards to that when we come back. When we talk about the going into the light. Ladies and gentlemen, Rocky Stucci Situation Room right here. Mojo 5 Radio. Hit the website up. StreamingTalkRadio.com. Brother Jeffrey Darty on the program. And the big cannoli showed up. He's with us. It's Friday. How you bitches. doing? How you doing? Stand by, folks. We will be right back. Feels like some really good Friday music. I'm digging it, man. Brother Bauer, you are the man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the second segment of Rocky Stucci's Situation Room, broadcasting from an undisclosed location right here, Mojo 5 Radio. Do not forget to visit the website. During the break, I brought up to, to Jeff. Now, Scotty and I are local. We're about 15 minutes apart from one another. And uh, there's this location that Scotty and myself and John Ward, I think we did it a couple times, Scotty, where we broadcasted uh, live. Yeah. Right, right. We, we did there. a live video and then we did a live stream where we broadcasted at a really haunted place. And uh, I told Jeff during the break, I'm like, dude, when you come up, because we want to go, I want to bring Jeff to Faribault for sure. Yeah. Um, I uh, There's a couple other locations. As a matter of fact, I would even go so much to say that I would contact the owner of the Fernhill House to at least let Jeff go out there and go to the home and see the home and see where all this stuff happened. That Let's would be do it. That Let's would be it. really cool. It would be like a follow-up, you know? Now, I am curious. Yeah. Have you been back to the, the Fernhill house at all since you and John and I were there? Um, it was one other time after that. Um, she moved back into the house, She right? moved back into the house. All right. Now, and so when I talked to her after that, she, now, honestly, gentlemen, I think, and I'm going to be completely honest with you right now, this is a humbling thing, what I'm about to do, but... I think that I may have actually made that situation worse. Um, really? I do. Well, I, I I wouldn't be too humble about that. Well, no, I, I'm I'm saying I'm humbled by I'm humbled by admitting it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, because you know, a lot of people in this field think they're experts, and they think that they can just go in and boom, you know, do all their magic and it'll be gone. But you know, I I had the house for a year, and and as I started investigating this location. It, it was a very specific group of people that kept coming through, but as things progressed, it changed, and it was getting worse, and it was getting more aggressive, and it got to the point to where that experience that we had, Scotty, um, and so I don't think... And different entities started coming and through. And different entities, and violent, uh, threatening, right. threatening... Can, I, can I share a theory I have about that? I would love yeah. to hear it. I think that when these places 
you know, we go and we look at them. Oh, this is paranormal. This is, you know, there's demons there. There's whatever there. And we say, oh, okay. And then the word gets out. And then all of a sudden you got everybody coming to this place yep. looking for right. demons and it's law of attraction, the right. law of intention. They're putting all their intention into this place. And by going to these places, declaring they're haunted, doing all these paranormal things, it makes them more haunted. More of those entities are drawn to that location. Mm -hmm. Right now. What do you think, Jeff, of, uh, now let, let's get into the area that you do a lot of research in and that I have done too. Uh, and Rocky, I think you and I may have even talked about this once. When you look at that biblical passage that talks about, I think it was uh, a, a passage where Jesus is supposed to be talking. And he says, when you cast an evil, or if you have your house as an yep. evil spirit and you, you go to the priest and cast it out, it will go out into the highways and the byways uh -huh. and it will gather more like it unto itself and bring it back to the mm -hmm. house. And if the house is possessed again, you're eventually going to have to leave it if you can't repeat. And uh, Yeah. And the, the biblical term says seven, but there's some discrepancy. Is that seven? Is that 70? Or is it's that a, an idiom for It's an uh, idiom infinity. for multiplicity. Yeah. Yeah. So really. Like 70 um, times seven. Yeah. And let me just blow everybody's mind. Think about it. When you ask an entity to come into your heart, you know, Jesus and the father stand at the door and knock asking to come in and they come in and they make their abode in you. They live in you. Now I'm not saying like Scotty wasn't saying that it was his ex-wife that did this. I'm not saying that Jesus <laughs> is a demonic entity. I'm not saying that the father is a demonic entity. I'm not saying that you're inviting demonic entities into your life in exchange for your soul and asking to be covered by their blood. I'm not saying that, but let's just say you are inviting demonic entities into your life. Two of them, the father and the son, then they could bring at least 14 more. So you get 16 demons. You get possessed by 16 demons for the price of two. What a deal. Then you got the whole Psalm 82 issue. You are all Elohim. Why don't you come with me? Yeah. Oh, so interesting. I Where know else in the world, everywhere else in the world where you go up to a crossroads and you get kneeled down before an altar and you give your soul in exchange for life, you cover yourself with blood and you ask two entities to possess you. Everywhere else, we understand exactly what that is. And but all of a sudden, when we go into a church, it all changes. And then you have or the dwelling of the does spirit. it change? Yeah, or does it? Oh, oh, dude. Yeah. See, now some people will listen to that. They'll be offended by that. They'll be hurt by that. Their sensibilities will be trampled on because that is it. But why don't you, you know, it'd be very interesting to have a comment in here right now is Travis Thorpe talking about the indwelling of spirits. That's weird. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. We're just talking about Travis. God, there is something that uh, that they do, a ritual. I was just talking to him about this. There was yeah, a, Travis and I are getting together here very soon. Oh, very good. There, there's this ritual that can be done to, in a sense. I, now, I don't want to do it uh, uh, misjustice here, unjustice or bad justice, but it's uh, it's that something where people can go through this ritual to find out and choose their God for themselves. And I, yes. And, and uh, through this, you are asking that God to do the exact same thing that the Baptist church or the Pentecostal church might be asking you to do. And that's to ask that God to indwell you. So let me, let me, so, let me ask something. Both you guys. Possession, I'm just saying, right. So when, when you, uh, now this is for a conversational piece, when you are asking 
want God for you to represent whatever, you know, whatever Travis does. In mm-hmm. Travis's view, how many gods exist? I've never asked him the number, Jeff. There's probably there's I mean, there's there's a multitude of gods. And I mean, I think and if you drill down with Travis, it'd be like you don't have to pick a God to align with. You can choose right. to remain ungodless, you know, just divine, sovereign, and free within your own self. But if there is a God that appeals to you, if there is a God that resonates with you, if there is a God that you feel like you want to work with and join energies with, because it is a quid pro quo situation. It's give a little, get a little. So if there is one you want to work with, you can certainly find one, but you don't have to have one to work with. Interesting. Right. And so, you know. So, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of them, Rocky. I don't know if we can number them. Jeff brings up that very perfect point that uh, nobody ever really thinks about. And uh, just putting it in those terms again, listening to you two minutes ago, Jeff, it's a, it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. When you accept a God into your heart, if you're Christian, you're accepting the representation of that God, the son into your heart and he's dwelling in you and his spirit dwells in you forever. They stand uh, at the door and knock asking permission, just like Dracula. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> See now, even I, saying. even I, uh, where I am, uh, because I was formerly in that faith, you hear that and you go, Ooh, just like Dracula. Ooh. <laughs> Jeff, that's harsh. Uh, but I know I need to learn to be more subtle, but I've given up that. <laughs> no, you don't be subtle. Happen. Not on this program. <laughs> you don't, don't have be, to subtle. be subtle. No, no, we are who we are in this program. All, we all I'm talk saying, about shit, bro. Yep. All I'm I've, I've gone back to embracing rule number one, Rocky. Don't take shit from nobody. Don't take shit from nobody. Or for, uh, or for Scotty. Uh, <laughs> don't take doo doo from anyone. Or anyone. I that's am not that English. I say the S word. <laughs> no, but you say it should be anyone instead of nobody. Oh, oh, anyone, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, Rocky. The proper English would be anyone. Hey, shut That's, up, Roberts. Oh, folks, uh, rule number one. Don't yeah. take shit from anyone. I thought John Ward was in Sweden. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Brothers. Hey, folks, really quick, uh, Patriot Mobile. You can support your values with veteran-led Patriot Mobile, America's only conservative cell phone company providing reliable nationwide coverage. It's easy to switch, keep your same phone number, bring your own device, or buy a new one. Enjoy no hidden fees, no roaming fees, and no liberal agenda. Patriot Mobile, more than $2 million has been used to support your constitutional rights. Imagine what we could do with you. On our side, when you switch to Patriot Mobile with unlimited talk and text plans starting as low as $25 a month, don't wait. Visit PatriotMobile.com forward slash Mojo 50. PatriotMobile.com forward slash Mojo 50. Gentlemen. Rocky. Awesome. All right, cool. All right, so let's bring this up. Jeff posted something on his Facebook. No, Jeff, you're not a big Facebook dude. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I've learned my lesson. I'm, I'm getting bigger into Facebook because I got this new thing that shows me where my uh, sources are coming from. Mm-hmm. And about 25% of my views on my YouTube channel come from Facebook. So I need to start paying more attention uh-huh. and giving more respect to that Facebook analytics, analytics brother. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But you posted a, a question and uh, you said, I have a question for anyone. Um, and you asked if anyone's ever heard of a Christian Wiccan. And yeah, I didn't ask that. That uh-oh. question was posted, and I just picked up on it. 
Oh, okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. Oh, I see you. It was this picture. Okay. And so there's this one girl who will just say Shannon. Uh, she responded and says, no, Christianity teaches that witches should be killed. However, I do admire some of their ideas and it is possible to include them in your path. And then Jeffrey responds. So let me make sure I understand all this. You know what I'm talking about? So you want to kill them, but you want to include some of their ideas after you do. And remember, God is love. God is love. God is love. Can you imagine that? So speaking Can you imagine of that, I just texted you some important information, by the way, Rocky. Oh, oh I, I heard the beep. I heard the beep. Yeah. Dude. I feel yeah. I feel popular. But yeah, I mean, it's so silly. Oh, you know, there's this idea of these Christians. That, oh, there's no obviously God says that we should slay all witches. We're going to kill them all. Holy Jesus, help me. But yet, let's incorporate some of their ideas. These Christians that are all for murdering people, but yet they want to say that they're so open-minded they're going to incorporate some of their ideas after they kill them. I don't know. I just saw a little, a little, little hypocrisy there in the uh, in the ideas. But that's just well, me. You know, I I uh, I responded to that post that you put up. You probably saw what I wrote. Uh, you having gone to the same types of schools I went to, you took Koine Greek, you took Hebrew. Yep. And, uh, if you go into the Bible, first of all, there is no place in the new Testament where it says you should be killing witches. Uh, there's no verse whatsoever. Uh, so for somebody to come back and say, well, the Bible says you're supposed to kill them. No, it doesn't. Uh, the Old Testament has a verse that has been mistranslated, misinterpreted, misconstrued for hundreds of years. It's too bad they didn't know this back in Salem. Uh, yeah. back in the, the hey, Jeff, I just sent you a picture, bro. I got it. Well, what's this little private little girlfriend thing going on over there? Kind no, of. we're just ex exchanging some information that's uh, <laughs> relevant to our new show rolling out. I'm sure. I'm sure there is. Uh, oh. But uh, Old Testament verse, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Uh, there's connotations there. There's Hebrew vernacular being used there. There's the fact that the word witch in English, that there are seven words in Hebrew that translate into the singular English word witch. And so when it's saying thou shalt not, you shall not let a witch live among you, it's not distinguishing which which it means. Uh, is it? It's like the what's the definition of is is? Uh, which which is it? Is it a, is it the witch that's the herbalist? The witch that is the the healer? The witch that is the uh, evil sorcerer who casts spells to do harm on? Well, you? Scotty, who defines so, the terminology of a witch? Because I know some witches, and I think they're kind of sexy as hell. Oh yeah, me too. I know some sexy witches. But so so it's the definition, right? It's a definition of a word. So we have a perception. First thing your normal person is going to think of is when you say witches, they're going to think of like Halloween. Oh, you're, they're going to think of the you're, green you're, lady. You're talking just you're talking just in English language. Just we, in I was English talking language. specifically to the Old Testament. So verse. now in the Old yeah. Testament, yeah. in the yeah. Old Testament, though, who came up with the terminology of a witch? And and they identified in the Old Testament uh, something as a witch as being something of demonic nature. Correct. I think they de determined a witch as any woman that wouldn't get in line with their doctrine. Oh, damn. Exactly. exactly. And by the way, the word to live is cheya, which can mean life, but it, the most common rendering of it is, as Scotty says, to live amongst, to continue to live amongst alongside. You. Yeah. 
right? And that's that's what that verse is saying. Don't allow an evil witch who casts spells to harm people to live amongst you or in your community or in your village. Or in All your- I'm saying is if, if I was going to, it would, if it was a really good looking witch, it might oh, not bother yeah. me so much for her to live totally, and, bro. amidst yeah. and yeah. around. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Speaking scholastically, of course. Oh, oh absolutely, totally, bro, dude. I was scientifically. Totally, I was totally we scholastic. Found a witch. Wait, may we burn her? Oh, wait. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, lady. Hello, lady. I you know, it's that wouldn't be very. That wouldn't be very rapscallion of a man to just oh. burn a lady. Uh, Merely being accused it. of witchery. You can't take a beautiful creature like that and just dispose of her in the fire as if she's another. Oh, no. I think we must do some investiga- investigatory work with her just to determine the yes. nature of yes. her witchery. <laughs> Come on over here, young lady. Young lady, sit on daddy's lap and tell me about your witchery. <laughs> yeah, let me play with your mustache. but anyway consequential rapscallions you know we come on every thursday so next week since you missed this week all you people watch us next uh next thursday at 9 p.m central that's right that's right yeah that's a scotty roberts and a jeffrey darty program thursday nights as you can see right behind jeff uh if you want if you're on youtube right now just click on jeff's name or just search jeff darty or the christian whistleblower i don't know why i'm pointing here because Anyways, it's not there. It's not there. It's not, it's not there. there. It's not here hey, there it is. Um, but look him up because every Thursday night, Jeff does a program um, with Scotty. And then is it Monday nights when you do the um, the last stand with Robert Bauer? Monday nights, 9 p.m. Central with Robert Bauer. And at least for right now, Sunday nights, 9 p.m., shut up and listen with shut up uh, and the listen. Meatball, Rocky yeah. Stooge. You know what I like about Jeff Dougherty? Jeff Dougherty is his own network. You know, he's like, uh, it would be like uh, going to NBC and go, oh, today I'm going to watch Roseanne. Oh, now it's a Thursday night. I think I'm going to watch Star Trek or now it's Tuesday night. And I think I'll watch sports. You know what? Jeff Dougherty. You go to Jeff Dougherty, the Christian whistleblower. And every night of the week, you've either got Jeff, you got Jeff show or you got Jeff and Rocky, Jeff and Scotty, Jeff and the professor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there is a broad array of shows. But they speaking always, of broads on Saturday, we yes. got Laura Eisenhower and Magenta Pixie, unless they hear that first and cancel. <laughs> Are they witches? Um, Is Jenny Moonstone a witch? Yeah. You know, probably all three of them have been accused of being witches, and probably all three of them would wear that as a badge of honor. But Magenta Pixie is probably the foremost um, new age lady. Uh, Laura Eisenhower, probably the foremost uh, ufology, that kind of stuff, lady. And then there's me. So it's going to be great. And I'm just led to say, uh, with Jenny Moonstone in the house, bibble, bubble, toil, and trouble. How are you doing? Jenny I Moonstone will be on monthly on the last stand and well, monthly once with me too. So, so let that's me ask, great. let me ask you guys this. And as long as we're on the subject of witches, um, is that the right terminology to use when we look at somebody like a Jenny Moonstone or these, these gals that are coming on, is it witch? do they go by witch or is it paganism? Is it uh wicked? I mean, what's what, how do we describe somebody who does, I guess, witchy, things i i don't know i don't know the right definition i don't think use. there's any witch out there that would be offended if you called them a witch i don't think jenny uh, would no so can i be a witch sure you can travis thorpe is a witch dude he's hardcore 
He's a, he he's is a high a priest Triskelion of high priest of uh, of he's a high priest of Triskelion which Wicca. So when, right. so when we're at John Ward's because John Ward throws his own birthday parties for himself because he's that kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're at John Ward's birthday party, the one he threw for himself and he cooked for his own party. And um, Travis was there and, and I was sitting next to Travis. It was weird. I think he was putting a curse on me or a spell on me because I really wanted to start running my fingers through his beard. But when he was explaining some of the stuff that he does with me, like these sex magic parties and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Um, his eyeballs well, I wouldn't started call doing, him a sex magic party. Rocky's but, yeah. like, how, do, how do I join that religion? I asked that. I'm like, I need more scientific evidence, and I think it would be appropriate for me to maybe just come along to one of these things just so I could observe and report to my listeners Rocky's about what goes very on. malleable. He's moldable. That was the same day he was introduced to maple syrup flavored. Oh. started wanting to pour it on his pancakes. Wow. I got so drunk that day, dude. Oh, Bro. did you really? Oh. But he was full. You know, he had lots of pancakes. Interesting stuff. But yeah, Travis is definitely an interesting guy. So do we finish this conversation about I just that, had Fred? a tra- conversation with Travis. By the way, you get on the phone with Travis. Travis is a lot like I would say he's a lot like me. You can't shut him up once you go. You put a nickel in me, I'll go for four hours. Truth. Truth. But with truth. The truth, truth, shut up. Shut with up. Hashtag. Shut up with thy, <laughs> thine, take thine hashtag and shove it. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, Travis, I called him to ask him a question. And two and a half hours later, we were like, I got to go, dude. So yep. uh, uh, we get into talking about some of this stuff. And we were talking about some of these things specifically about this whole thing about indwelling spirits and so on and choosing gods. Absolutely. It's fascinating. And you have to be. You have to, there's a lot to think about. It's not simple. It's not, it's not something that like you read in the back of the national Enquirer and you go do it. And unless you want right, to get yourself right. in trouble. So how do you guys digest and process all this information? Because once we jump into this realm of spiritualism, uh, paranormal, uh, ufology, we're jumping into a realm, um, into a matrix of worlds that we were never really indoctrinated into when it comes to alternative thinking like this, right? I mean, my dad never taught me as a kid that, son, when you grow up, I want you to go around and, and try to investigate paranormal. Um, right. But when we jump into this realm, we're jumping into a realm of people with all different types of beliefs, all different types of theories, um, their outlooks on life. How do we process this information? How do you guys process all this information? And how do you dissect through it to where you feel like maybe this belief is legitimate? Maybe I should look further into it. Or this person over here is a cockroach clown who's just being an idiot. Um, You know, because we're jumping into a realm of a matrix that's just saturated with information. And and a lot of it is is probably information that's not going to be healthy for us. How do you guys process all this? Slowly and methodically and with, with lots of uh, concentration and contemplation. Oh, Ooh. well, yeah, I, I would say the same thing. Only I would have said it differently. I, I would have <laughs> said there, there are times you start seeing this information coming in you or you run across these people that are like that. I generally, I have to say, I don't always, Jeff, like, like uh, you maybe have a better gift at this. I can... I can um, I can see through it in a heartbeat, but processing it and how to make sure I'm trusting what I'm feeling takes me a hell of a lot longer. Um, it's one of those things where I, I see somebody that you know right away. You, you And tell me if I'm wrong. You both get this. You can be 
encountering a very what seems like a very decent person, good person on the outside. But in the first five seconds you're in their presence, you go, your mind is is hollering at you saying this guy, Don't trust this guy. This guy yeah. is phony as they come. And uh, there's generally a key word they'll say. There's a quirk in the personality. There's something that that you're reading off of them. I don't want to go so far as to say it's psychic or it's but there's some kind of intuitive thing there that the the red light goes off right away and you go watch this person watch out for this person i get like that every time i go to walmart bro oh god can you oh, imagine oh yeah <laughs> and you have to learn to honor that you have to learn to trust it cuz that yep. you know people think oh that's you know i'm just i'm going to i'm going to get past it but your brain Let's just talk physiologically. Your brain has been around for how many thousands of years? And it's an expert at taking in all this information and compiling all the information you've ever taken in. And when it sees somebody or something, it says, oop, did all the calculations, danger, be careful, don't, don't give in. Spiritually, you, when, if you're a spiritual person, you have that same thing too from sources beyond you and outside of you and I would argue superior to you. But instead of listening to that, I call it the blink, will then begin to say, take all of this thousands of years and this divine data, and then we start overthinking it with our brain that's only been around for, in my case, 56 years, and we talk ourselves out of good situations and into bad situations where if we just listen to and trust our instincts, we'd be a lot better off, in my humble opinion. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Do you know how many situations I look back sometimes and say, if I had only just listen to my gut on that or my yep. brain or whatever, I wouldn't have had to go through that heartache with that person or problem. Exactly. Or and we, and if we're honest, we probably catch ourselves painting red flags, green a lot too. Oh, of our own accord of our it's own like accord. I, I, I would say when I was reading Tarot quite often for a lot of people, I would get that card. It was the, uh, the eight of swords where it shows the woman who's blindfolded and she's bound around, the top of her arms and she's trying to make her way through this course of eight swords symbolically obstacles wow and, uh, all she has to do which she doesn't realize this woman on the card or the person you're reading i said all you have to do is look your the lower arms are not bound below the elbow all you have to do is reach up oh that's the right blindfold but we take these blindfolds and we tie them on and we go oh i can't see i can't see mm -hmm. It's yeah. just like the devil card, Rocky. Those two, the man yeah. and the woman are chained around their neck, yep. but the, the, the collars are clearly big enough. They could just lift them right off their heads and they just That's don't it. realize it. Mm. That's it. And all the devil card is when you get it, it just means you've got to, if you boil it all down, you got to face your own demons and eradicate them yourself. Exactly. So wow. Jeff, have you ever found that you personally, I know we're cutting close on time here. Have you personally found struggles with anything where you've said, I either have possession or obsession or oppression or something like that from the spirit realm? And you've had to go, I got to, I got to get this. I got to eradicate this. Not for a long, 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 long time. Back when I was in my, maybe in my late twenties, early thirties, I had a, a issue I had to deal with, but not in a long time. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. If you ever okay. feel it, you palpably almost physically feel it. Hey, Jeff, yes, before we go, I want you to take your right hand mm -hmm. and I want you to go like this. No. <laughs> I just want to see it up on the screen. There you go. 
right next to each other. You and the alien. Oh my god. Oh. I was like, what is he hell? What the hell? Jeff, say yeah, and if you notice, you Jesus has his fingers crossed because he's lying to you and he knows he's lying to you. Oh wow. And it's right in your face. Whoosh. Wow, yeah, there you go. Wow, that was deep. Well, Rocky's process. Rocky. Yeah, Rocky's Rocky. he's like, hmm. Oh, he's gonna go. He's gonna go to church on Sunday with the family, and all of this is gonna come rushing back into his head. I got kicked out of church, bro. Oh, did you? Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Are you excommunicate? Yeah, I am. I am. So, oh, hey, well, Jeff, let three. everybody know we got about a minute left. Let everybody know about Jeffrey Darty, your program, and how they can watch you do your magic, brother. Just head over here to the Christian Whistleblower on YouTube, one stop shop for all of my heresy. And you'll find a lot of stuff there, and you may not like it, but I can guarantee you'll never be bored. I didn't indoctrinate oh. yourself. Oh, and by the way, I got a show coming up. Twin Flames square off with a reptilian psychic for real next Wednesday, Dude. 8 p.m. Wow. Central. I am all over that, bro. All over it. So looking for it. Yeah, Jeff, thanks for coming on, brother. You know what? Every time you come on, we have these conversations and and I just I we could talk this stuff for hours, man. We really could. Uh we appreciate you, man. We love you. You're a brother, your family, and uh, you know, we got your six anytime. And and again, folks, get to his YouTube channel, the Kristen Whistleblower, uh, or just look up Jeffrey Darty. Follow him, and you'll see me in the chat room there all the time. I, I try to get there as much as I can. Same thing thanks, with Canoli. Canoli's always doing his streams. Uh, but anyways, folks, it is it. Our Friday night show, we come to the end. Visit Ooh, our website. Weekend. If you want to donate, if you want to order Son of a Patriot merchandise, just go to streamingtalkradio.com. Jeff's information is there. Cannoli's information is there. My information is there. And how to follow or listen to all of our shows. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. We love the hell out of you. And we thank all of you for being here. And always remember, rule number one, don't take shit from nobody. Love the hell out of you guys. Have a great weekend. Good night, everybody.